0: Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We're really excited today. We have another one of our Hallmark writers with us for this interview. Uh, We love talking to the writers, both the screenplays and the the novelists. And we are talking with Lizzie Shane today. She is the author of A Royal Christmas Wish uh, for Hallmark Publishing. And Lizzie, thank you so much for coming on the podcast.
1: Well, thank you for having me. I'm really happy to be here. Thank you.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So people that might not be as... uh, familiar with you, why don't you take a chance to introduce yourself to our audience?
1: Um, Hi, I'm Lizzie Shane. I write uh, contemporary romance novels. Um, I also write uh, paranormal romance under a different pen name, Um, but I'm mostly focused on the contemporary. And uh, I'm uh, from Alaska, born and raised, but I travel all over the country, so I'm I'm popping all over the place, except for obviously not right now. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah, Yeah. so you're from Alaska. You Mm -hmm. said born and raised. Mm -hmm. Uh, So has this quarantine period, has it been kind of like old hat, normal Alaska? You're used to being kind of inside a lot or no, it's been hard?
1: Um I think, I think in some ways, uh, I think in some ways it's been easier for us just because there's more space up here. We're not packed in like in cities. Um, uh-huh. uh, you know, I think it's a lot harder to get social distance when you're, when you're in a really big city and, um, we have a lot more space up here. So that is, yeah. that is easier. We, we have different concerns when it comes to quarantine. Like we were a little worried about supply chain. Um, oh, yeah. all of our food comes up on barges, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, Getting your
0: canned goods. Yeah, start exactly. Away.
1: Exactly. So we're like, well, how much longer is it going to take to get like, you know, to get things up here? And it, it, you know, it's affected shipping times and stuff like that, but we've been, uh, we've been, we've been doing pretty okay and and managing to stay pretty isolated, but, um, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's a pretty well, good that's place good.
0: to be. <laughs> yeah. You're stocking up on like your canned peaches and oh, yeah. stuff like that.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we've, we've, uh, we've turned our dining room into what we call the second pantry and we just have like all
0: sorts of stuff in there. <laughs> so yeah. Works out. Yeah, that's yeah. I've 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 done quite a bit of that myself. Mm-hmm. I the uh, I've got a whole bunch of um canned apricots because they were on sale. Nice. And so I've been looking up recipes of things to make with canned apricots. Yeah. And we- I made a cobbler that was pretty decent. Oh, nice. Yeah so that was exciting <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah we're getting creative with uh recipes and things and we're like okay so we have a large quantity of you know this one item today let's see what we can use it for we're definitely yeah. getting creative that's so nice
0: you do it you can you learn to appreciate the simple things
1: yes. yeah yeah uh,
0: it was i mean it, i it, things have been opening up a little bit around here probably more progressively than some other states uh, in here in utah but um uh it was hard man i mean uh, cause my parents, uh, with the, people were worried that I had the the virus for a oh, while, wow. even though I got tested a bunch. Mm-hmm. So I was very isolated for the first two months oh, wow. and, uh, and I didn't even get to see my parents at Easter and they live oh. like 10 minutes away. Oh. And that was so hard. Yeah. I hated that. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, you don't want to p- get people sick. I understand. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm still trying not to go out very much, but I have done a few little things. Um. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's been a, it's been crazy. Yeah. But there have been its blessings. Like over on my other channel, I've been doing uh, this um, Sunday devotionals uh, with my friend uh, who's not even of my faith. We're of different faiths, but we've been doing it every week. Uh, and because we both lost church was gone. Mm-hmm. So we've been doing that and that's been such a great experience. So you have, uh, the blessings that come yeah, even in, in a hard experience. So
1: I think there's always those silver lining. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so how did you end up becoming a writer up there? Like in Alaska and everything, <laughs> like how did that all develop?
1: Um, well, I, um, I was always I was always really interested in stories. I was always always a hobby of mine. Um and uh, you know, started, I think I I was I was the little kid who was probably like creating elaborate character sketches for my Playmobil toys. So like I was very much in that mindset from the beginning. Um and then uh you know writing is a hobby. Um and then uh I guess I guess the catalyst for it for me um I had been writing i had written a couple of, of books but I'd never really Tried to submit them or sent them anywhere or anything like that, and um, oddly enough, when my brother passed away, it made me kind of think about what kind of things I wanted to be writing and what I wanted to be doing with my life and putting into the world. And I kind of decided at that point that, um, you know, what what's a better goal in life than to put more love into the world? Like, there's enough, you know, hardship and sadness and things like that. So if you can be having, be doing something positive and really putting love into the world, sounded like a good idea. So that was when I started uh, really pursuing. Uh, romance writing writing romance novels and um, I started submitting at that point and uh, and ended up I initially started writing for a, um, a small digital publisher um, that is no longer in existence but um, <laughs> but I wrote for um, a, a, a digital press for um, back when they were first starting out um, for about five or six years under the pen name of V. Andrews writing um, writing paranormal romance and then uh Contemporary was really kind of where I had where my heart was and and so I uh, I jumped over and started doing contemporary and I did some independent publishing for a little while and then um, I a couple of the books that I had um, that I had self published were um, nominated for uh, the romance writers of America. They have an award called the Rita um, which which was um, sort of their uh, their big award, and a couple of my books got nominated for that. And so I got a little bit more attention for the contemporaries at that time and um, uh, got my agent, and uh, then uh, started writing for Hallmark and now also for uh, Grand Central Forever. So I'm doing That's
0: that now. amazing! Yeah, <laughs> congratulations! Wow, <Thank> you. <laughs> were you a kid that was always had your face in a book? Were you a, a big reader?
1: Um, I, I I became a big reader. I, I didn't read a ton when I was little, but when I was like, um, when I was uh, 12 years old, uh, insomnia runs in my family. And mm-hmm. I started I started having really bad insomnia when I was like 11 and 12. And I started reading in the middle of the night and just got absolutely hooked on it and became like, from that point on, I was constantly like with a book like shoved underneath my pillow usually, like that was just where I kept them. <laughs> <But yeah. laughs> because I was going to read night, so I always had the book right there yeah did you
0: have favorites that are favorites franchises series
1: I I was really really into fantasy when I was first starting uh when I was first getting into reading and so like Anne McCaffrey Mercedes Lackey uh a Mm. lot of a lot of those I I loved Valdemar from Mercedes Lackey that was probably one of my first first which one is it Valdemar um was the name of the normal. I think the first book was called Arrows of the Queen. The first one I oh. read. I'm not sure if that was actually the first one she wrote. <laughs> but yeah, um I was really into fantasy and then I and I started getting into romance a little bit later on and um got hooked on uh, Jennifer Cruzey and uh, and some of those authors. So lots of great.
0: cool. Ooh, I haven't heard of those. I'm I was uh, the opposite. I was not into fantasy oh, as no? a kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about as fin- fantastical as I got would be something like uh, Roald Dole. I like Roald oh,
1: Dole. Yeah. yeah. Oh my
0: and God. it's funny because I go back and read those books as an adult and there's it's such a different experience yeah. reading Roll Dole. Yeah. Because like the books are pretty violent. They really are. And, and like I mean and also one thing I noticed about Roald Dole is that almost all the women in his books are hideous like the worst and there's a few exceptions there's miss honey and there's a few yeah. but like i mean the, the ants and in, in james the giant peach and the trunchbull and oh my gosh just, yeah. i mean there was a pretty there's a pretty long list of just these uh horrible women i'm just like what were the nuns awful to you growing <laughs> up or what
1: like, i had never and, thought about it. you're absolutely right though <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> the witches they're all you know, yeah. evil women and, and it's yeah. it's a it's it's interesting i mean of course you don't notice that when you're when you're little because the thing that that's great about his books that make them so appealing to little kids is that the kids are always the smartest people in the yeah. room at yeah. all times
1: the kids are absolutely the stars of those books
0: yeah, yeah. So that's why you like them, but yeah. I was never that into fantasy. I always preferred things. And, and even to this day, I still prefer things that have like a little bit of grounding to them. Mm-hmm. I, but like I, my, my first like big book that I ever read when I was little was a um, uh, little women. I, the, oh, the, the yeah. I was like proud, like, Oh, I read this book. You know, <laughs> I was really excited and of course devastated oh, yeah. uh, by by Beth and, and uh, just loved just it. Sobbing. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> And then I, I remember I mean I was kind of a late reader mm-hmm. I, I didn't start until probably I uh, I don't think I I was really reading it at all until first grade and then not mm-hmm. really is any kind of reading until more like third grade and uh, but I I really liked I really liked little women I really loved Anna mm-hmm. Green Gables oh yeah was was a favorite and uh, then I remember in the sort of middle school years I really loved uh the babysitter's club oh yeah
1: i was yeah. so excited i saw they're making like a, a tv show about the babysitter's club on yeah on, I, guess it's, I think it's, it might be netflix but i was just like oh my childhood yeah. <laughs> so
0: I, I i well by the time this airs it'll have already come out but i've seen it oh yeah and yeah because i got a preview oh it's really it good, good. Oh. it's great it's great <laughs> yeah it's really really good and i think people are gonna really love it nice. and yeah and uh and has a lot of hallmark actors it must have been filmed in yeah must have been filmed in vancouver uh or or in and around there but but uh, but yeah i really enjoyed it and i i loved those books and it's weird because when i think back on to um my high school years i mean i was very very busy but i don't even remember like ya being a thing yeah like in the, so I'm not that old I mean <laughs> it wasn't that long ago but I don't even remember why being a thing and what I remember reading in high school was I got on a John Grisham oh yeah high school and I read all these legal novels um uh, and uh, I I read like The Client and The Firm oh, yeah. and The Pelican yep. Brief and you know all of those books and uh and so that that's the only and then you know you read what you have to read for school yeah.
1: I actually got on a weird Michael Crichton uh, kick because we had to read Jurassic Park in school. And so I was oh, like, all really?
0: right. <laughs> like <suddenly> reading <laughs> Usually reading a book in school ruins it, which is yeah. sad.
1: Yeah, unfortunately.
0: Because, uh, you know, you're forced to analyze it. In, in and yeah. t- in some ways that's healthy, but you're forced to analyze it in a way that you might not naturally be your taste. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so then that kind of can sort of spoil the book for you. I feel like even
1: you're forced to read, it's not the same experience. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think that that's how you tell To Kill a Mockingbird is a great book because mm-hmm. almost everybody loves it and almost everybody read it in school. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And I, I also, I read Watership Down oh, yeah. in uh, in school and I love that book. Yes.
1: Absolutely.
0: I just love Hazel so much. Oh, that's <laughs> a good one. I think, I think that book has so many layers to enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you you can understand it on a, like a socio-political level, you can understand it on a fantasy level, you can understand it on a personal level, family yeah. level, yeah. adventure level. Mm-hmm. There's so much going on that I, I, I really do love that one. And um, I also love The Chosen by Kayan Patok. Oh, I you know have that one. I have read
1: That's a really, yeah.
0: really good one. Another one that every every decade of my life that I've read it, I I understand it differently. Yeah. I and, love those
1: books that when you know, come back to them, they, they feel new.
0: Yeah. It's about these two Jewish boys. One is from a very Orthodox background and one is from a more relaxed uh, background in the, um, uh, I think it's in the like the fifties. I mm-hmm. think, I think it's post-war. I'm trying to remember. It's been a, a <laughs> couple of years, but anyway, and their dads are very different and it's about how these two boys, growing up in these very different environments, uh, their friendship. And, and like when I was a teenager, I thought that the, the Orthodox uh, rabbi character and some of the methods that he was like a monster, I hated him. But then the older I got, the more I kind of understood him a little mm-hmm. bit more. Yeah. I didn't excuse him, but I understood him and it's just, it's, it's a great book. I highly recommend it.
1: I'll have to check yeah. that one out. Thank you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's really, really, it's a great book club book. That's why I, nice. I keep end up reading it over and over again because <laughs> <laughs> there's so many points to kind of discuss Yeah, in a book club. But, uh, but yeah, I, uh, I, I really, that one's a really good one, but, but yeah, it's, uh, it took me a while to kind of feel like I was a reader, you know, Mm -hmm. like I would read and my mom was great about reading to me uh, at night, almost every, every night, my mom or my dad sometimes too, but he would fall asleep. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like you, I am a, I've been an insomniac my entire life. And I, I remember just like as a kid, just staring up at the, at the wall. And my mom came in one day and she says, she says, uh, why, why are you awake you know why are you awake? And i said to her i said go away i'm thinking <laughs> <laughs> like, See, that's okay a great thing.
1: if you if you if you have insomnia you have plenty of time to think you can like just roll things over in your head like it's a great time <laughs> to work out story problems like it works yeah great.
0: <laughs> so would you say you're a pantser or a plotter when you write?
1: Uh, I think I'm, I'm probably definitely somewhere in between. I, I always have like a, a roadmap or like a, I have an outline or something that I'm working from, but I wanna kind of, you know, you you, you find new things and you discover new things along the way. I, I, de- I, de- I do plan, I'm not a complete uh, pantser, but uh, but I like, to, I like to kind of, everyone's, there's always something in my outline that doesn't quite work. <laughs> so yeah. I, once I get there, I'm like, okay, we're changing this now. <laughs>
0: well but yeah yeah i mean that's what i we we had a podcast uh, a couple weeks ago about how to have have a good date be on a mm. good date mm-hmm. and one of the things that we said is have a plan but don't be too rigid about it yeah exactly that's that like is- you want somebody who's not just like making things up on the fly because that's yeah. lame you want someone some effort but you don't want somebody who's so rigid yeah. that the whole thing's miserable if the plans don't go as planned yeah and so that you sounds have like a
1: plan but leave room for spontaneity i like that
0: right yeah yeah so you got it. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that sounds perfect. <laughs>
0: yeah. Do you write every, like a certain, do you have a word goal that you do every day?
1: I do actually. Um, when I'm, when I'm writing a first draft, I tend to try and do, um, I try to do about 2000 words a day. Um, but, um, and, and, and do and work like six days a week. Um, when I'm doing a first draft, uh, and then, but I, but I like to, I, am also a big believer in like rewarding yourself when you hit your goals, but also not beating yourself up when you don't. And I just have kind of like, okay, if I didn't make it today, I'll, I'll do a little extra tomorrow and I'll make it up kind of thing. So mm-hmm. I'm always, I'm always trying to, again, not, not being too rigid with myself. Yeah. I'm always trying to hit those goals, but, but not be, not be too hard on myself if, if life intervenes.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, so what do you think makes for like a great romance, something uh, really memorable?
1: Oh, wow. Um, I think you know, it has, you have to have those great characters that just, uh, that seem to shine through and that you, you, you remember and that you, that feel like, you feel like you know them, you know, I love that. And I feel like, you know, those moments that just, you can see them, you know what I mean? Like the moments that, that kind of stand out in your head. Um, I think, you know, a great romance it's about, it's about connection and, uh, like that verbal chemistry. I love any kind of banter. I'm I'm a big fan of that. So, you know, anything like that just, just makes it, makes yeah. it that much more compelling to me. And, and, and I want, I want to feel these people clicking and just kind of fall in love with them. Does that make sense?
0: Sure. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a, a particular type of romance that you like as opposed like, for instance, like enemies to lovers trope oh. or like uh, the be- the BFFs who uh, are really secretly in love or, uh, you know, like a particular kind of of the different styles, tropes that you like, or just depend.
1: Um, I'm I'm a sucker for a lot of them. I think the one that gets me every time is the fake relationship. Like I yeah. I I cannot I cannot resist the fake relationship. <laughs> like I'm just like oh yep. There's a um there's a writer I love Jennifer Lynn Barnes and she's also a psychologist and she came up with this or I don't know if she came up with it but she was talking about a concept called the id list the things that like trigger your id and like make your make that you just can't resist on on like uh, as a reader. And and fake relationships is definitely on my id list. It's just like I can't get rid of it. Yeah. I love it.
0: <laughs> it's really really good. I love it. I think the 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 enemies to lovers can be really good. It really can. Yeah. But I think you have to be really careful to make your characters likable enough. Yeah, because that's the thing that that that. People don't understand about Pride and Prejudice because oh, so many movie. books are trying oh to be, so many books, books are trying time. to be Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but what they don't understand is that, yes, Lizzie and Darcy hated each other at the beginning. Yeah. But everybody else in their lives loved them. Yeah. They were beloved by yeah. everybody else so we know that they're good people and we like them and we're rooting for them we want them they just don't understand each other and so they, and, and that's the dynamic that they get wrong so often especially yeah. in movies you yeah. know they, they yeah they have these characters that hate each other and are horrible and you don't care you don't want them to get together you don't like them you don't buy it when they do get together because they've been so miserable
1: yeah. I mean, that is the, that is the starting point. You've got to start yeah. with those characters that you love. And when you love yeah. them, of course you want them to love each other. Right. <laughs> We're like, yeah. yeah you have to love them. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. So I think that's, and then I think that I've, I've said for a long time that I feel like all modern romances are, or almost all of them are trying to be the pride and prejudice or taming of the shrew. Yeah, And, uh, you know, like you have some <laughs> kind of bet or wager yeah. or article or, you know, some kind of thing that's putting these two unlikely characters together mm-hmm. and that's Taming of the Shrew, right? Yeah. And, and, uh, uh, and then, you know, the Pride and Prejudice is the uh, enemies to, you know, enemies to lovers idea. I love And that. Uh, so I, it, it's, I'm- it's hard to, I think the, the, the Taming of the Shrew type stories are, I think a harder to pull off, but they're great when you, when you do get a, uh, how to lose a guy in 10 days oh, yeah. is, is an example or like, um,
1: 10 things I hate about you. I love mm-hmm. 10 things I hate about yeah,
0: you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a very clear
1: example. <laughs> yeah. That's a direct example. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But like, um, she's the, she's the man or oh, I yeah. mean, I guess that's technically, uh, she's the man is 12th night, I think. Oh but, yeah, um, it is. Yeah,
1: it also, but, it's Shakespeare and Austin. it's all Shakespeare and Austin. Yeah, Shakespeare and Austin,
0: <laughs> <laughs> which is probably true for I... most stories. Yeah. They start with Shakespeare and Austin or the Bible. There you go. <laughs> you got it covered when you've got those. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, everybody. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast there, the good folks over at HelloFresh, and HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. One of the things I love about HelloFresh is that it is really, really great for for single dining like I do and single cooking, uh, because a lot of times when you make a recipe, you'll end up with a whole bottle of some sauce or spice that you are not going to use again for a long time. And so with HelloFresh, you only get just what you need for that one recipe. And so it allows you to kind of try out new things, try out new flavors. And it's also great for families, too, uh, to save time, to save trips to the store, which you know are all the more stressful these days. And it's great. Uh, they can they can provide contactless delivery to your doorstep for easy home cooking with the family. Uh, they cut out stressful meal planning, grocery store trips, so you can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in just about 30 minutes or even 20 minutes with their quick recipe options. HelloFresh can also help you eat more sustainably. Uh, their pre-portioned ingredients mean there's less prep for you and less food waste. The packaging, hello. Fresh uses to ship. Your food is almost entirely made from recyclable and or already recycled content. HelloFresh's carbon footprint is 25% lower than store-bought, grocery-made meals. It's just a winner all the way around fits your lifestyle better. You can add extra proteins. You can add desserts. You can add garlic bread every week. It's really, really wonderful. They also donated over 2.5 million meals to charity in 2019. And this year, stepping up their food donation amid the coronavirus crisis. And right now, if you go to hellofresh.com slash 80 hallmarkies and use code 80 hallmarkies to get a total of $80 off, including free shipping on your first box, the additional restrictions apply, please visit hellofresh.com for more details. That's an incredible deal. It's at hellofresh.com slash 80s Hallmarkies. Use code 80 Hallmarkies to get $80 off, including free shipping on your first box. And additional restrictions apply, please visit hellofresh.com for more details. And so we'll have all the information in the description section please check it out. I know you'll love it. So uh, it's, it's interesting. So you have a reality romance series mm-hmm. in your books. Do yeah. you, do you love reality TV? Is that how that started or?
1: Um, yeah, I'm, I'm weirdly fascinated by reality television. <laughs> <laughs> um, I started the reality romance series is, is sort of a, um, it's, it's a, it's a bachelor style show. Uh um the show the name of the show in the book is marrying mr perfect but it's very much sort of a bachelor style um or you know yeah there was was a period of time when there were so many of those there was like flavor of love and i don't i can't even oh
0: yeah that like the trashy ones
1: yeah exactly there was just like this laundry list (laughs) but then they they all kind of sprang from the bachelor and um i didn't i was not a i was not a reality television watcher uh from the beginning i actually um I actually tripped across a blog that was doing recaps of them and I thought the way she was recapping them was hysterical so I started watching the show so I would know what she was talking about and I got hooked on The Bachelor that way and I just find it so fascinating um, seeing also like how the producers manipulate the situations and kind of try and create the drama and all of that. And, um, and so I, I, but also, you know, these people are, they, they're in it for love. They're there for the right reasons I mean, <laughs> you know? and all that. So right. I like the idea of doing that as a, as a kickoff for, uh, for, uh, a, a, um, a book series. And the first book is a guy goes on one of those style shows, but discovers that the person he's really in love with is the girl he left back home, his best friend. So,
0: oh, cute. you know, a little, little bit of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's classic hallmark yeah uh, going, going back, back to the small town yeah um yeah i read um i actually read one of them i read uh oh, courty trouble
1: oh fun thanks
0: yeah it was cute i enjoyed um, it um it's uh it, it's a little more pg-13 than hallmark but
1: yeah yeah those still fun books, those books have a little bit a little bit they're not they're not super not too ragey, bad but they do they do definitely they have a little more language they have a little more you know yeah. uh Little, but little I, little I enjoyed heat level yeah. yeah. Oh, good. I'm glad. <laughs> it was fun. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> um, and so your Hallmark book is A Royal Christmas Wish. And yeah. I have to be honest, when I started it, I, I was like, Ugh. just because we have, we have <laughs> had so many princess movies, mm-hmm. especially in 2018, we had, mm-hmm. you know, with The Royal Wedding and everything, we oh, had yeah. so many. And uh, I think we had six that year. just from Hallmark. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, and so, you know, and I, 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 I love, I love a good Cinderella story, but you know, I don't know, even I can only take so many (laughs) of these princess movies. Yeah. And so I was a little bit skeptical when I started it. Um, but I ended up really enjoying it. And I, I think that there's a couple things there's, there's, like it's a great experience when you read a truly original novel that's an incredible experience like uh the book thief for me was that way by oh, marcus sessick oh, that God, book yes. blew my mind that's
1: an amazing book yes <laughs> i
0: absolutely love it and it's so original in every oh, way God. yeah and but there's another experience is when somebody i think takes a uh, takes a formula and and then does something original with that formula and that's what I thought that you did here is oh, that you. you took the formula of the Prince princess movie mm-hmm. and you, you tried to do something original with it. And I really appreciated that. I mean, the, it was, it was very creative and fun and I, I just, I thought you did a great job. I was very oh, thank impressed. You. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: I, I love, I loved the, uh, the Christmas movies. I, I actually like, I, I used to, um, my grandma passed away last year, but I used to watch all of the Hallmark movies with her at Christmas time, and she she was such a sucker for the the royal ones. Like the royal ones were her favorite; she could not get enough of them.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: And so I, I was definitely well versed in the the Hallmark royal movies. And so just something <laughs> that kind of puts a new spin on it, or or can can kind of play into the tropes, but also feel like. Yeah. It's something a little bit fresh was, was what I was hoping to do. So thank you. I'm yeah. really, I'm yeah, excited you about did. That. <laughs> you
0: succeeded. So did you have this idea and then go to Hallmark or did Hallmark come to you and say, we want this book written?
1: Um, I actually came to them. We, it was, it was sort of an interesting process. My agent let me know that, um, Hallmark was going to be opening up the publishing line, which I was really excited about when I heard about, and she, you know, she's, she's like, she thought I would be a a good fit for that. And I was like, yes, absolutely. Let's go for that. And so we actually submitted, um, several just like proposals, several ideas essentially. And, um, and the first couple were not quite right. You know, not, not, you know, they're very, they're very specific in what they're looking for in, in, um, you know, in, and. And they want to keep their brand yeah you know, they want to stay on brand and um and so I think this might have been the third one we submitted i d- I don't actually remember, <laughs> but um I actually submitted it as an idea that wasn't a royal idea, it was the idea of the christmas wish was the was the heart of it um but the original concept that I pitched was more of a like um more of a small town like you know, that a girl gets trapped in an elevator with Santa and then, and then, uh, and makes a wish and ends up, you know, that she could have kind of the kind of Christmas she used to have when she was a little girl and wakes mm-hmm. up back in that small town, having that kind of a Christmas. And, and, but then, um, after, and they really liked that, but then they decided it was a little too close to some, some other movies that they'd already, some things that they'd already done. And so the idea was, well, we love the wish thing, but how can we, twist that and spin it new and I was like we could make it a royal wish because I was like let's make it a royal wish and so um I pitched a couple of ideas but that was the one that I was kind of pushing the hardest yeah with, and they were like yep let's let's go for it so then um then uh I talked to Stacey Donovan who's the editorial director there and kind of worked out um you know how to how to make the royal wish really come alive and and uh and then I just ran with it so yeah so so,
0: <laughs> yeah. So why don't you tell the audience uh, listening uh, kind of what the, the book is about, the sort of the basic?
1: Yeah. So the Royal Christmas Wish is about uh, Jenny, who is um, kind of trying to find herself a little bit in New York. She She's she's living in New York City and doesn't really know what she wants to be when she grows up, for lack of a better phrase. <laughs> and she's kind of trying to figure it out, trying to figure out um, where she's going to be in life. And she uh runs into someone quite literally um and, who she later learns is a prince and um she has an opportunity uh to make a wish um and went with later in the in the in the story and she wishes for the fairy tale cinderella royal christmas and you know the perfect per- perfect you know the perfect royal christmas the the cinderella christmas and She doesn't really expect when she makes the wish that it's going to come true, Uh, but it does. And if she wakes up, uh, she wakes up in this uh, idyllic little European country, uh, Mm -hmm. married to the prince and has to figure out what to do from there.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That was a fun angle because, uh, I mean, it must've been hard to write for, to keep it Hallmark, Hallmark clean, have her (laughs) like married, but not really married. (laughs) I was like, what are you going to do? There were, there were some, some creative moments where I'm
1: like, well, these two people are married, but like, and we're going, we're going on a couple of weeks now, but we've got, we've got to keep them apart. So like, how are we going to do that? So, but I think, I think it, uh, you know, it was, it was a fun challenge for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I know. I was thinking that the whole time. I'm like, how is she pulling this off? Oh my gosh. Yeah. And how do you come up with San Noel? As that, your country,
1: that was actually. Um, there are two names in the in the book. Uh, um, there's the queen is named Amelia, and um, the the country is San Noel, and those are my two goddaughters. Um, my are oh, are um, Amelia and um, and Jane Noel. And the, so the spellings are exactly their names and, and, uh, I wanted to do, I, I, it was just a way of making it kind of personal and special and the yeah. book is dedicated to them. So they're, they're the, you know, every little girl can grow up to be a princess kind of thing, yeah. and, you know, and, uh, and so I, i I wrote the princess book for my, my, uh, my two best friends' daughters.
0: Yep. Yeah. Well, I think I, I, I really, I really thought it was clever. I really all enjoyed things. it. It had that little bit of fantasy. It was a little bit fun. And, and, and cause, cause sometimes like with the family man style Christmas movies mm-hmm. where you, you know, like the person wakes up and they're in alternate reality. I yeah. love that so much, yeah. but, <laughs> but it can be a little frustrating because you know, they're investing all this time and stuff to everything that's fake. Yeah. Like fake daughters, fake, fake, fake. And, uh, And so it can be a little bit hard to get invested, sort of, in the story because, you know, it's not real. Yeah. And, uh, and, but I thought that it was enough, sort of, self contained in her own journey, Mm -hmm. as opposed to helping fake daughters or whatever kind of a thing like you sometimes see, that I think it worked. I think it worked pretty well. I, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: think, um, because of it's a little bit different than than quite a few of the other hallmark books because it's more about Jenny's journey um, yeah. than it is about um, Romance. the two people meeting and falling in love and yeah. I think that that sort of had to be how it was because if if we see somebody else's point of view the whole co- pretext of the wish kind of falls apart it has to be um, you know inside her her um, her point of view and her experience as she uh, as she goes through this and, and how it changes her and and how she grows and, and, and then becomes, well, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to do spoilers, but like how she, (laughs)
0: how
1: she grows and and develops as a person and, and, and becomes, you know, more confident.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. She, she grows, her confidence grows through the whole experience. Like Mm -hmm. she's not as insecure uh, as she was at the beginning yeah. by the end. So yeah, I agree. I think that was fun. I think you did a good job. So oh, thank you. <laughs> I, I, I know that there's those hallmarkies out there who are like Royal. oh Royal. <laughs> I'm telling you, give this a shot. It's good. It's got good characters. It's a good story. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, and then, you know, and then of course there's the people who love the Royal movies too. So yeah. we got, we got a little bit of everything, but um. I, I, somebody who went in somewhat skeptical, I, I really did enjoy it. And, uh, so, uh, but But, I, I think that you should, should write a, a romance novel in set in Alaska. I, I, did you, did you ever see Men in Trees? Yes. (laughs) It was so good. I loved (laughs) it so much and it got screwed by the writer's strike and we, we should have gotten way more seasons, but yeah. I loved that show so much and it would be so great. You could have, cause, cause there's way more men in Alaska than women.
1: Yeah. Is, is that statistic's the, is, a little bit, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the statistics a little bit misleading, but yeah.
0: <laughs> I would die if we got a men in trees for Hallmark it would be my favorite thing to ever
1: happen. <laughs> well, I do, um, it's not actually coming from me, but I will give you a hint that I do believe there is a book set in Alaska that might be coming from Hallmark Publishing next
0: year. Ooh. It's
1: not mine though, and yeah. I, but I'm just hearing the, you know, rumors, you hear rumors. Yeah,
0: so. <laughs> but that would be really, really fun. Yeah. Because like, you don't normally have sort of a, a, a situation of a woman who has more, suitors than she can handle kind of an idea (laughs) which would be really fun you know to see like see somebody dating and and trying to figure out uh, you know all these guys (laughs) um even if it is not actually alaska but that's the that, that's the story people are always like why don't you go to alaska maybe you meet somebody up there i'm like oh, i don't know <laughs> i
1: like there was a there was a great bumper sticker one of my favorite bumper stickers from a few years ago which was alaskan men the odds are good but the goods are odd <laughs> and I, I really loved that <laughs>
0: yeah yeah it'd be a hallmark version yeah, Hallmark yeah. version <laughs> yeah but i really did love men in trees i was yeah. so sad I got cancelled it was so good but uh but yeah that's that that's great that do you have anything new coming out or
1: I do um not with hallmark my next series is um is actually coming out with um grand Central forever um and the first book it's, it's very hallmarky. <laughs> The first book is called the 12 dogs of Christmas.
0: Ah, Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. (laughs) It comes
1: out this September, um, the end of September. And it's, um, it's about, uh, a, um, a woman who runs a dog shelter who discovers she's going to lose the funding for the shelter before the end of the year and has to find homes for all of the dogs and about the uh, town councilman who helps her, uh, you know, helps her find the perfect, perfect forever homes for all of the dogs in her shelter. And so it's very sweet (laughs) Um,
0: because you have some holiday series that you do
1: i'm kind of addicted to christmas yes yeah (laughs) (laughs) so yeah no this is um this this series is gonna all be in the small town in vermont um and it's called Pine Hollow is the name of the series. But the first nice. one is a Christmas book. And then the next one will be actually a fake relationship book. And oh. <laughs>
0: yeah. oh so my I got gosh. to kind of
1: play with some of my favorite tropes in that one. So that's,
0: that's that I know it's a lot of work, but it sounds so fun too. Oh yeah. Oh Your yeah. job. <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm, I'm not complaining. I love my job. <laughs>
0: so. That is great. Well, uh, you'll have to let us know. You said September.
1: September, uh, September 29th of 2020, the 12 dogs of Christmas. Yeah.
0: That's great. Yeah.
1: And that one I'm excited, it's going to be, um, actually translated into a couple of other languages too. So I was kind of excited about that the first time I've had that happen. So always fun.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's really great. Well, we have Christmas in July right now going on. Yeah. Yes. With homework. So hopefully you get to watch a few, Oh, I will. Yes. <laughs> movies, um, but we like to end our interviews with some fun questions. And since okay. it's Christmas in July, I'm going to give you the holiday version of okay, the perfect. questions. So here we go. First question: What is your favorite holiday drink? Uh,
1: I'm I'm a big fan of uh, like any kind of a flavored hot cocoa, like mint hot cocoa. That's probably my favorite.
0: Yeah, yeah. that's delicious. <laughs> Me for sure.
1: All right. What is your favorite
0: holiday cookie or treat?
1: Um, I, ooh, snickerdoodles. I make snickerdoodles with my family every year and I love them.
0: Mm. Uh, what's your favorite Christmas song or carol?
1: Um, you know, I really love uh, I'll Be Home for Christmas. That mm. one just like tugs at my heart every time. I always yeah. love it. Yeah. That's a good
0: one. That's a good one. Uh, what's your favorite classic Christmas movie?
1: Ooh, oh, wow. Oh, wow.
0: <laughs> it's a wonderful lie for Charlie Brown. Or- yeah. Yeah, that's a hard one like that
1: um oh my gosh I really love um oh gosh that's a that's a hard one uh does does a Muppet Christmas Carol count as classic sure sure yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a good one I love that one yeah 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 and uh, actually has a lot of the book in it it really for does a Muppets yeah. movie yeah yeah good choice okay <laughs> do you have a favorite holiday tradition that you look forward to every year?
1: Um, I really love, uh, getting the tree and putting it up with my family, like and putting Mm -hmm. all all of our ornaments that we have, like the history of the family from, I I think that's probably one of my, my favorite moments. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I, do you have a memorable, uh, Christmas gift that you either given or received? Like, do you have your Red Ryder BB gun
1: moment or something like that? I think the best, oh gosh. When I was little, um, I wanted a dog so badly (laughs) and I got, I got a dog for Christmas. Oh, Yeah. (laughs) It was like and totally was,
0: lady in the tramp
1: uh, it was it was pretty close to that it was pretty close to that. I didn't actually get the dog under the tree I got I, I, you know my parents put a little a little note inside a box and I had been begging for so long and I, had, I was just convinced there was no way that I was gonna get a dog this year and then I opened up the box and there's this tiny little note and the note just says oh we're gonna pick gosh. out a dog together and I burst into tears and screamed and ran and tackled my parents. I was very excited so. <laughs> And then we got my puppy and he was, was perfection and, and i got him. I, it was it was just yeah
0: he's a golden retriever It was just Aww. the sweetest puppy yeah so. that is so cute love yeah. that <laughs> uh so what's your favorite scrooge versus the grinch
1: Ooh, uh i think scrooge i love mm-hmm. i love that story i'm yeah. i'm a total sucker for a christmas carol
0: all right clear lights or colored
1: Ooh, uh, can I get the ones that like flicker back and forth between the two?
0: <laughs> All right, we'll allow it, we'll allow it. <laughs> would you rather uh, be in a snowball fight or build a snowman?
1: Uh snowball fight, probably. <laughs> okay. I've built a lot of snowba- snowmen in my life though, so.
0: I would think so, there in Alaska. Yeah, yeah
1: we've done both. The, we've done the both.
0: thing with snowman is it has to have a lot of snow. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, Whereas you one- can
0: do a snowball fight with not yeah. very much <laughs>
1: There was one Christmas where my brother and I built a snow- and like when we were like like 18 and 20. Um, uh-huh. there was one Christmas where we built a snowball a snowman that was taller than we were and like my brother was <laughs> 6'2". So like it was a really tall snowman. <laughs> but that was that was a great Christmas cuz we just had so much fresh yeah. snow that day and it was just beautiful. Oh
0: man, that yeah. sounds fun. <laughs> All right, would you consider yourself a good gift wrapper or not? Yes.
1: I am pretty, pretty addicted to the wrapping and the decorating. I'm, I'm, I'm very much about the, the, the shiny.
0: (laughs) Cool. Uh, All right. Last question. Do you have an ugly Christmas sweater?
1: Uh, I do not actually. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I was
0: expecting you to have tons there in Alaska. (laughs)
1: i have christmas sweaters but they but they and they tend like but they don't tend to go as over the top enough as they need to i think to really qualify as the ugly christmas sweater you're
0: like they're not ugly they're nice yeah they're very good looking what are you talking about i have beautiful christmas sweaters (laughs) should we ask the other people in your life they'll be like uh yeah we don't we don't need to confer with them (laughs) yeah right yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> that's funny. You know, they're um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, very good. You passed the test. Oh, thank you. We'll keep letting you write <laughs> Christmas books because yeah. you do such a good job. Well, congratulations on the book. And uh, we'll put a link if people are interested in getting it uh, in the description uh and i can take a look at all of your books on amazon yeah. uh, and that would be great and uh if people want to follow you on social media all that fun stuff how can they do that
1: uh, yeah i'm on um, i'm on twitter and facebook and instagram on twitter and instagram i'm on i'm lizzie shane ak as in alaska um and on facebook i'm just lizzie shane author right? think. I'm actually wondering if I messed that up. (laughs) I should remember my own.
0: We'll have it all in the description. (laughs) So people make sure to follow follow you and uh, make sure you're following uh, the podcast, the The Homeworkies Podcast, all the social media, iTunes, YouTube. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. It really helps us out a lot. And if you are watching on YouTube, please give us a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that very much. And if you want to follow me, you can follow me at Rachel's Reviews, all the social media itunes youtube and on ron tomatoes so please take a look at that i'd appreciate it and thank you so much lizzie this was really fun i had a great time talking with you and let us know your thoughts and if you get to read the book we'd love to hear your your thoughts in the comments section or on twitter and uh thanks again and we will have to talk again uh soon maybe once uh, the new book comes out that'd be fun that'd be perfect thank you so okay much. <laughs> bye everyone <laughs> merry christmas <laughs>